Welcome back to ASD, A New Perspective, a podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we always encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee, and in today's podcast, Dr. Gutstein discusses with us the importance of dynamic intelligence in a child's life all the way through adulthood. Let's listen. Our premise, of course, is that traditional static intelligence is necessary, but it's not sufficient to function in our modern world, which is complex and dynamic in nature, and that static intelligence is really good for situations or for the parts of those situations that aren't, that are very predictable, um, linear, sequential, and such. Um, that can be solved with analysis and not with uh, intuition and intuitive thinking, but not sufficient and not going to be um, helpful. And I think the reason that autism has become so associated with social uh, interactions or interpersonal engagement is a better way of saying it, is that interpersonal engagements, even simple conversations, are by nature complex dynamic events. And so therefore the... Um, difficulties that people with autism have in employing dynamic intelligence, in this case that would be what we call online dynamic intelligence, is our most apparent in in those types of situations. But as we know from research that they they become apparent when we look at uh, certain other situations as well. So, you know, as we move away from um, sort of controlled environments, if you will. And this other form of intelligence is based on learning how to manage your personal experience and your shared experience um, so that you can use those experiences to benefit you when you're involved in complex dynamic environments. You can use them to uh, reflect, to make sense of things that happen, create meaning, to um, uh, anticipate, plan, and to prepare, and to adapt and improvise as you're functioning in current what we call online environments where you don't have the uh, time or uh, attention available to reflect or plan or prepare. You have to adapt. You have to improvise a lot of your actions. So um, dynamic intelligence involves learning how to uh, manage your personal and your shared experiences, to learn from them, to retrieve them, to store them effectively, to capture them and store them, to, uh, and, and we talk about experience, we have to talk about present, what our current experience of now as it moves along, talk about our past, our ability to function in the past and to step away from the present when we start moving offline and to, you know, reflect on the future and re-experience it and wonder about it and try to make sense of it and then to move into a future where we can use our past experience to try to extrapolate or simulate what we believe we're going to be encountering in future situations. We can make future plans, prepare ourselves, set goals for the future. Think of ourselves as moving into the future as well to motivate ourselves and to um, to sort of drive, intrinsically drive ourselves towards what we want to be in the future morally and instrumentally in every other way. And then we talk about alternate experiences where they're not necessarily present, past, future, but they're our ability to imagine and create different realities and to imagine different things that might happen or might never happen. 
right? And to use that imagination to create alternative ways that things might look and, and things to go back to a past that didn't work out, for instance, and wonder, well, what if I had functioned differently? What if I had done X instead of Y? And to sort of simulate that and create a movie into, in your head and to consider alternate routes and, and things that you might want to do differently in the future. Um, those are all different ways that we as human beings uniquely are able to, um, you know, have experiences and then hopefully to manage them. And of course we have shared experiences. We have the ability to co-create our experiences with others, to have shared moments and shared memories with others and shared and, and construct shared futures, plans and dreams with other people. Um, and of course any relationship is going to meaningful relationships going to be based on that. So, um, there, there are many facets to human experience and it's, it's a unique quality that other species don't have. It really is what makes us unique. The ability to use what we call our experience management to develop an experience management system and make it more and more sophisticated. Neurally, on a neural level, we see that there is a, uh, in development, there is a, an increasing organization in neurally to support our unique ability for experience that is different than our ability to um, use our sort of analysis or to use sequential thinking or to associate a certain uh, solution with a certain task. Uh, that's important as well. That's sort of what I call the task management network is very, very important. And it, it functions, you know, around certain tasks. But all of our imaginative ability, our creative ability, our flexibility, our mental agility, our ability to project into the future, our ability to capture important experiences in the past, our ability to understand ourselves, our relationships, all of that is a product of our experience management network. And neuroscientists are very clear about that, um, right? And the, so what we do is human beings develop if they're functioning, if they're developing optimally, they develop the ability to, um, or the, the, the neural organization and flexibility, which is called dynamic functional connectivity, that supports that type of agile, flexible experience management. Ability to move between past and present and present and future and be online right now where we have to adapt and improvise and then be able to go offline, take a step back, reflect, anticipate, and, and imagine, create, and go between all those things. And that's what dynamic intelligence is about, right? It's about developing the mental resources, which are the, the mental tools, mental skills, knowledge, the habits, the mindset, and motivation, intrinsic motivation, to be able to develop and employ, apply um, uh, that experience management system, experience management network. Uh, which is essential in managing the, in, in succeeding in, in the modern world. Uh, whether it has been in the past or not is an interesting debate and probably less so when the world, when daily life was more static and you could work on an assembly line and things, routines were more important and um, not that they're not now, but it's not, they're not enough. And again, that's what we're talking about uh, necessary, but not sufficient. Um, and, Cause that we have to answer the question is why do people have, IQ is over 100, good language, uh, can do well in certain academic settings. Why do they have such terrible outcomes? Why can't they function, right? And, of course, the answer is because it's necessary but not sufficient. And in the world, we continue to 
the intervention programs that continue to be promoted are ones that promote their static intelligence even more so, the thing that they already are able to do, right? And so, right, so again, let's start. Dynamic intelligence is composed of mental resources that are needed to aid us in managing our personal and shared experience in the world, right? So it's not about learning facts. It's not about learning content, right? It's not learning information. It's about learning these processes. It's learning how to, um, how and when, right? To be able to um, re-experience, to reflect on my experience. It's how to capture how, as we're moving through the day, to notice that there's something worth saving for the future, some experience, some event, some happening in our lives. It's the ability to track our online, is to track our feelings, our emotions, right? As important information. Our state, our bodily states is important information to tell us whether something is significant or whether we need to adapt or whether it's time to take a break or whether, you know, whether we're, we're, we're involved in something that's important for us or anticipating something that might be happening. Um, right. It's involved in all those things. The amount it's involved in just the concept of being intuitive. Most of your day, you're not sitting and analyzing things. You're making judgments. Right. Is this enough? Um, you know, have I hung that painting straight enough? Have I, you know, um, you know, have I done enough work to satisfy this person or to prepare for an exam? Um, you know, it, are thing, are the, is this an equivalent to something else? We're making these judgments. We're making these based on what we call intuition. Right. But intuition is based on experience. It's not based on analysis. It's based on experience and then understanding the context that you're in. It's based on that integration of both. Because what you have to do is you have to say, here's the context that I'm in now, what experience fits that, and what's unique about this context that I'm in, the environment that I'm in, so that I have to be, I can't count too much on that. And that we do that instantly. We make those judgments just like that. And we're used to that. We call that being intuitive. And um, we know that without that intuitive ability, we're, we're at sea, we're at loss. We can't function. That's especially apparent when we're in an, inter, in an interpersonal engagement where things are moving along back and forth and we can't operate through analysis. We can't say, well, gee, what is that person really trying to say to us right now? And what's, what should I say? And what's my thinking? What, you can't operate that way. You have to operate not only intuitively, but in a very rapid intuitive way. Sometimes we can be intuitive in a slower way, making judgments about things. But I think it, it becomes clearer when you're in a sort of online situation like that. Um, so, you know, dynamic intelligence involves both, both that online, as I said, online, offline, internal experience, our ability to sample on an ongoing basis, what, what's going on within us, our mental state, our, um, um, and, and be able to adapt that, our you know, feelings, our body states, or what we call our intuitive experience, um, and to, to employ that in our daily lives both for application, for instrumental application, to, to, you know, to solve problems, make decisions, manage challenging situations, and for ongoing growth and development. And, you know, for increased relation, for, for managing relationships, improving relationships, for understanding ourselves more, to gain more influence in our world. Um, that's what we need. To me, it's very clear. Um, and whether we look at the research or we look at your own experience where uh, living with people with autism, working with them, that that's the that that really answers the question 
of why IQ is not enough, of why the prognosis is so poor um, for people who are quote unquote high functioning. Uh, it, it's not, and once you think about dynamic intelligence, it's no longer an enigma. It's no longer a puzzle about why. What's puzzling, of course, is why there's um, no, uh, no intervention efforts <laughs> um, that are oriented towards improving that situation. And as I said, as I've said many times here before, the uh, problem, I think, is because implicitly, uh, both experts and lay people have come to believe that it can't be improved, that there's no uh, way, that they're sort of born that way and that's the way they are, and so we have to accept that. And, of course, what we know about the brain these days and neuroplasticity um, and our ability to remediate and, and rehabilitate neurally doesn't fit that at all. And, in fact, when you think about the experience management network and you think about the um, the ability for um, the high level, the high level integration and flexibility that's needed to uh, function in, in, in a way that we refer to as dynamic intelligence. We know that's probably one of the latest areas of development. It's one of the last areas of development, and also one of the uh, areas of brain or, or aspects of our brain that's probably most amenable to change and influence and plasticity. It's not like we're dealing with people who don't have um, those organs in the brain or don't have those areas of the brain. It's the ability to use them and to to uh, develop them in an integrated, flexible manner that seems to be the problem. So the the prospects for remediation, rehabilitation, whichever word you want to use, I don't use rehabilitation because it's usually – I've learned it was thought to be so like you have an accident and then you rehabilitate. You once had it and then, and then you're trying to get it back. Whereas we don't believe that people with autism had it and lost it and are going to get it back. So I use the word remediation, even though you don't see, you don't see it very much. And, and those words get used in a, you know, poorly in, 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 in all the literature. But the prospects for remediation should be very high given what we know about the brain. Um, but, what we also know is that if we're going to be learning to develop our experience management system, we're not going to do it through instruction. We're not going to do it through 40 hours of uh, uh, prompting and, uh, it, it, you know, uh, developing content. We're not going to do it through traditional educational methods, right? We have to, you have to learn through experience how to manage experience. <laughs> it seems that self-evident, right? And also we have to learn through uh, gradually increasing the degree of challenge that your brain, your mind is experiencing, helping you go, you know, face, engage with things that are just one step ahead of your current ability and continuing to move developmentally in, in that direction. That's what dynamic, dynamic intelligence is the ability to uh, benefit from your the unique human ability for personal and shared experience and to manage that, not just to have experiences, but to learn to manage those experience that, that it's those different forms of experience that we have in a way that is most effective, right. And productive in your life, right. That's dynamic intelligence. It's the resources it's skills and knowledge and habits and motivations that support that experience management system. And of course, developing the neurology, which goes hand in hand with it, that also supports dynamic intelligence too. So developing the 
um, integrated functioning of the default network, the salience network, and the executive control network, and the uh, a dynamic functional connectivity of different aspects of those networks to be able to form different brain states at different times so that, you know, you can be maximally efficient and effective depending on the situation you're dealing with, right? So that you're using your brain in the most flexible way possible. You'll develop a variety of different brain states that are associated with situations and the ability to flexibly move between brain states so that you can apply your brain most effectively depending on the situation that you're in. That's another way of thinking about dynamic intelligence, right? Um, and it's a lifelong process. And the other thing about it is it's not like when we talk about IQ, people think of it as fixed, or maybe you can change five or six points of it or whatever. But dynamic intelligence, we assume everybody is, can continue to grow in throughout life. Um, it's not something that you're just born with. Not Nobody's born with it. <laughs> it has to be developed. It has to be formed. You have to learn through your guides, right, through your mind, what we call mind guides, how to use your mind, how to use your experience, how to organize it, how to save it, how to, how to move between the past and the future and the present. Um, those are all things that have to be learned over years and years and years. And, of course, the unfortunate thing for people with autism is that they, through no fault of their own, right, they and their parents are not able to form what I call a mind-dotting relationship, which is the format by which typically developing children learn to manage their experience. Thanks, Dr. Gutstein, and thank you for joining us for ASD, A New Perspective, the podcast show where we help you understand what is going on in the mind of your child. And we encourage you that growth for your child is possible. I'm Kat Lee. See you next time.